Hello and welcome to Talking Transatlantic with Talina Kapari in the United States of America. And in the United Kingdom, Richard Wilson. In this podcast, we will compare and contrast love, life, and laughter on both sides of the pond. However, no Americans say both sides of the pond. So we will talk about overseas and some news as well. So what are we talking about this week? Okay, well, let's address the elephant in the virtual room, the coronavirus. Lena, how are you coping? I'm okay. It could be worse. So uh, my husband is going insane, not being able to leave, but we're okay. Still no toilet paper, but you know, we have napkins. <coughs> so, um, yeah, as you can hear, I've got a bit of a cough. And then, but... Richard, what are you doing? You still have that cough, Richard. I've had this cough for 40 years, actually, probably since birth, so... Uh, well, well I, oh, that, that's great. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know you could only get this once, Richard, or at least that's what they think, so I'm sure you'll be okay. But apart from that, how has it been? Well, uh... Not your cough. <laughs> uh, not my cough, but um, uh, it's been torture, and I'm not talking about the coronavirus, I'm talking about my kids being at home, not been in school, and I'm uh, home teaching, and they have absolutely no respect for me. And the only thing I can do is threaten them to work. And by threaten, I mean, uh, so uh, my wife, Laura, Dr. Dr. Laura, um, she is a psychologist, works for the NHS. So that means that she's a key worker. And that means that if you're a key worker, your kids can still go to school. So on a probably minute-by-minute basis, I pick up my phone and pretend to phone my kid's headmaster to tell them that they will not work for me. So I've spent... We've done fractions. Oh. Yeah. The quarter. I mean, if somebody said, explain the quarter to somebody, and by that I don't mean the popular American coinage, I mean a fourth of something... Um, it, it just it like it goes over his head, probably because he just doesn't respect me as a teacher at all, which is quite alarming because we're going to hear from one of my students in a moment. So, um, <laughs> Richard, don't okay. we have some guests though? Yes, yes. So, yes. all right, <clears throat> without further ado, as they say. Okay, so in Atlanta, Georgia, is Kendra Nichols, who till just two weeks ago was one of my students. But that was when she suddenly had to head for home back to the US of A. Before the border shuts, as the countries such as her own and ours here in the UK went into lockdown to stop the spreading of the virus. Yes, and in London, England, we have Ian Palmer, who's spending 14 days in isolation after returning home from Washington, D.C., where he had been living, and his wife had to stay behind. Yikes. So, um, uh, okay, first things first, has everyone got enough toilet paper? No. Yeah. Yes. I went to Costco. We are good. Oh, see, we couldn't even get it online. So New Jersey sold out. I'm, the entire state, I'm convinced. <laughs> they had it in Waitrose. They had nine rolls left, which should keep me going for about nine months. <laughs> That'll keep you going for nine minutes, Ian Palmer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. Especially if you still code to that curry house across the road, which, uh, <laughs> oh, which is rather quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it down to the. So, um, 
So, Ian, your wife is still in the state, so that must be really hard. How has that been with the two of you? How are you feeling? So she is still in the States and she's been working from home for over two weeks now, which I think is more than what it is in the UK. So they seem to be a, a step ahead. Uh, yeah. but I, I had to come back to the UK for work uh, and I'm a key worker, actually. I work for a well-known broadcaster in the UK and uh, I work in the news. So uh, we, we, I'm back in work tomorrow, actually. But she's doing OK and she is trying to get a flight out of the US as we speak. And I think United have uh, got two or three more uh, early next week. So she's okay. looking at trying to get back to the UK. So, and then she'll yeah. be in isolation as well. Uh, I don't think she does. So apparently uh, a couple of weeks ago, the UK government said that if you're returning from a foreign country, you have to be in isolation. They since changed that now. Uh, and apparently you just have to come back and monitor for, um, you know, for the effects of it and then take it from there. So, yeah, she should be fine when she comes back. And I've got to say, we lived in, we were just outside Washington, a place called Reston. Uh, and, well, you guys are all from the States, Richard. You know how big it is. It is a big ship. And we were in Virginia a few weeks ago, uh, and we were in the middle of nowhere, and we didn't see anybody. So I think, uh, I think you've got less of a chance of catching it there than you have here. Yeah, because of the you know the population there. Is well, that's good. Unless you're in New York, apparently. Yeah, that's well, where that... my husband works. Luckily, he's working from home now because I was like, oh, stop right. taking public transportation and <laughs> going to New York. Oh, wow. Very scary. So, but. Uh, uh, so um, and Kendra, yeah. so you were one of my students at the uh, the university, and you were going to ride it out here back here in the UK. Yeah, I had every intention on staying. Um, about two weeks ago, I got a little bit sick and I had, had a cough, which is still kind of residual and just was feeling really crappy. And I'm high risk for catching coronavirus if I catch coronavirus because I have asthma and some autoimmune diseases. So my uh, immune system's compromised. And my best friend has asthma too and had pneumonia and was in the hospital for three weeks over the summer. So both of our parents started freaking out and were like, you guys need to like, you, you need to leave. You can't be stuck in your um, uni accommodation anymore. Like leave. And luckily my friend Megan lives on a farm that's completely isolated from like anything else in Nottingham. So we both went there. Um, I was at the farm until last Thursday wow. um, in isolation. And I got a call from my mom around two or three in the morning last Thursday, freaking out because the embassy had just sent out an email saying that even though, um, like borders have been shut, but American citizens had been allowed to come back into the country, but they were, um, they were basically stopping that is what they said is that there was a limited amount of people who were able to come back and you would have to be prepared to ride it out if, if you couldn't get out as soon as possible. So is it hard getting on the plane then, Kendra? Um, well, the roads were really, really clear. So getting to the <laughs> Manchester airport from Sheffield was really, really easy, but I had to go from Nottingham back to my uni accommodation because I didn't have any suitcases or anything like that and had to quickly go and pack up and then Friday morning had a flight but there was only three seats left um to fly back home basically it was it was very stressful and I had could like I had to fight with my mom about it because I was like I don't want to go like I'm uni's up in the air right now I um might have an internship lined up so I was just like I don't what do I do I think you probably made the best decision going back. But um, are you in isolation now, Kendra, then? Yeah, I haven't really left the house since I've been back. I'm supposed to be in isolation until next Friday. 
or yeah, I guess that way. Well, New so, Jersey has a curfew of eight o'clock. Really? Yeah, so they don't want anyone. Everything's shut down afterwards except uh, certain stores. But other than that, everyone's supposed to be inside. Not unless you're pressed and then you're exempt. And that's some other jobs, of course. But yeah, we have a curfew here. Because we have we have a curfew. Do you have a curfew there, Kendra? Sorry. No, they're not doing a good job at all in Georgia for anything coronavirus related. Like, are you, the like restaurants still open, or are they just doing takeout and delivery? They're just doing takeout and delivery, but well, actually, that's not exactly true because um, my parents were we were driving past the grocery store and we saw like a group of fifteen or twenty people outside of an ice cream place, like all clumped together. I was like, oh dear, people you are get fined thirty car. quid in the UK for doing that. <laughs> these days <laughs> is it 30 quid is it, 30 quid, is it? Yeah, apparently it's 30 quid i think and um um and uh, there was some sort of talk it could go up to a thousand and then um i don't know and then i don't know throw you in jail no they don't throw you in jail i but made the, that up but the uk has been quite uh well sensible-ish hasn't it i mean you can go out they're encouraging you to go out for walks you can mm -hmm. go for a walk as long as, and it's all about keeping two meters behind. You're allowed to go outside. You're allowed to drive in your cars. If you're going to to a supermarket or you know, or to a chemist or anything like that. So, yeah. is that not the case where you are, Talina? Then is that is that curfew a hard curfew? Um, people here are taking it seriously also because, well, the town I live in, we're so close to New York, so people are now finally listening, but they, you know, it took a while. But people are going out for walks and, like, for example, for kid, uh, parents with children, we had for St. Patrick's Day, we had to put shamrocks on the windows so kids could walk and do a little shamrock hunt and count the shamrocks. And then we're going to be doing that for Easter because they can't do an egg hunt and be around other children, but they just walk around the neighborhood and count the eggs. We have a tech going on. It's wild. <laughs> we've got um, in the in the UK they're, they're encouraging kids to draw a rainbow on a piece of paper oh, put it in the window. Yeah. And uh, so both of my kids, Harry and Alex, did one. And Harry uh, put we put Harry's in the bedroom and, and Alex is in the front window. And then Laura came home from from work because she works at the NHS, so she's still going in. And she's like, I don't think the idea of a of a of a rainbow in the window meant also draw a skull and crossbones on it. So Alex had drawn a skull and crossbones on the top of it. <laughs> he, obviously, he obviously didn't like the idea of a rainbow representing him. He had to, had to put a, a boyish image on it as well. <laughs> restaurants are closed, right? In the UK, everyone? because Yeah, restaurants are all closed in London, yeah. Even the, even the pubs now too, right? There are some... A lot of restaurants are still offering. Uh, you can still get, or you can still use Uber Eats and um, yeah. They, uh, what, what did we Deliveroo. Deliveroo, yeah. Do you have Deliveroo in the states? No, but no. I've been, I feel so wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. It. So, but um, you've got you've got Uber Eats, though, haven't you? Yeah, we have Uber yeah. Eats, yeah. Grubhub, and uh, or Dash. Yeah. Dash. Door Dash. Yeah. yeah so uh, we have a lot of businesses, unfortunately. Uh, <coughs> Never anymore because people still they couldn't it wasn't worth it so it's a it's like a, there, there's businesses being shut down which is really sad it's, it's only been like two weeks of this curfew but people you know so because um, yeah. um, I'll tell you one thing which has been quick it, here anyway is in the UK uh, Amazon deliveries because I've been a bit bored so I've been ordering like, techie stuff and things like that on Amazon and it, it comes up. And because I'm also tight with my money, I won't pay for the um, express delivery. So, um, by the way, if you can hear a child crying downstairs, that's Harry. Sorry about that. Um, 
So, uh, so I've been ordering this stuff and it said, it'll take a week to get here. And then I've been getting a message on my mobile phone. It's coming tomorrow. And it's been coming, things have been coming really quick. So this now, guy- are you opening up your packages right away or are you leaving them in the box for 24 hours? Because that's what most people are doing here. Really? Yeah, like we pick it up with uh, plastic bags. They're being like really strict now. Well, I mean, this is just with oh, oh, I've done nothing like that. Plastic bags, and then we put it in the garage and we let it sit there for 24 hours. <laughs> we just handed over the front door. A bloke, who came, a bloke who came with the microphone I'm speaking on right now, which came from Amazon, um, was some old bloke who was definitely in his 70s, you know, high-risk category, going around delivering stuff. And yeah. uh, so, um, but everything's been coming, uh, like, really quick. So, and no, yeah, we haven't been, haven't been like, washing it. Maybe it should have. Have you not got, you not got uh, an Amazon Prime account with you? Um, my mum's got an Amazon Prime account. Because then you wouldn't but, have to pay, you wouldn't have to pay for delivery. I know. <laughs> but you see, I use my mum's Amazon Prime so I can watch the new Star Trek Picard series. Yeah. Oh, yes, you get the free movies and everything. Yeah, but yeah. I started, um, I started um, buying stuff from my mum's Amazon and then kind of forgetting to give her the money for it, so oh. um, <laughs> I've been banned from it. So I'm only allowed to watch Star Trek Picard <laughs> on Prime, and that's it. <laughs> But Laura's mum, my wife's mum, my mother-in-law, she's also got it, so I might start using her account. Remind <laughs> me not to give you my passport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you, you were saying eight o'clock curfew starts because here it's curfew all the time. But at eight o'clock last night, everybody. Well, like, telling everyone to stay home, but like eight o'clock, like if you're going to the store or going to the pharmacy. All oh, right. We have now literally because the pets need to go to the vet. We have curbside pickup, so our like vet comes out and it go to your car and they take it and your dog, cat or whatever, python. Hang on, what? So you've got, the vet the comes down to- for, for pets. The curbside pet, did you call no, it? No, curbside, it's called curbside pickup. And where do they, where do they take the dog to? Just they to mend it and then bring it back. You go inside the actual vet. You don't go inside the clinic. You like, they come to your car, you call when you're there and they come and pick up your dog. Oh, right. And has your dog Hoochie had gone for attention? With the curbside pet? Uh, no, not yet. He needs a new round of shots, but I'm trying to just wait maybe like one more week just to see how this goes down. So we, you know, but we don't go anywhere. So it's not like he's seen anyone. We take walks, but. But uh, well, this would work out quite well for Kendra because she's living in a, a menagerie just now. Kendra, how many animals have you got living with you? You've got seven humans to start with, you said. Yeah, there's seven humans, three dogs, two cats, and six bunnies. Oh, and three of them are pregnant, so we're about to probably oh, have <laughs> Fully enough. Yeah, that's never going to end well. Well, my brother it, um, at his high school, which would be like your guys' A-levels college, um, he does a vet tech program. Oh, and, your uh, brother? Yeah, my little brother. Oh, yeah. And uh, so he um, he does all this like animal stuff, and all the bunnies he paid for for the school. Um, so they're technically his, but they had like used them at the school's program. But now that all schools are like disbanded and my brother was already kind of doing half homeschool half um just going in for his vet tech program basically all the bunnies are back home so they can care for them uh, when, when you when you say use the bunnies at the school <laughs> they, like, what does they that mean go over the like anatomy and stuff and help oh care yeah, for yeah, them. yeah that's, i think that's what ian's alluding at i mean when you're checking the anatomy out is it are they like do they take them to bits in other words no, do they take them apart? they're pets you know? oh okay 
Right, yeah. yeah. And they're also like, they're show bunnies. They're Angora bunnies. So they're oh, the big. Oh, fancy bunnies. Well, so uh, then Ian, since you're in London and you had to be isolated, did you literally not leave your home for 14 days and just order everything online, like food or? No. So as soon as I got here, uh, as soon as I got back to my apartment, I uh, went straight to the grocery store because I needed something to eat. So, but you were allowed to do all that. I mean, this, like, at that time, there were only there was only advice. And it, it was only after the weekend where, when the sun was shining in the south of England that everybody wanted to go to the beach. Um, and so uh, the Prime Minister decided uh, that's not going to happen anymore. But yeah, you could, you, everybody's just been really sensible. Um, yeah, I've been to the grocery store a few times now. Are they yeah. doing like the shop? It's called the shoppy um, grocery store. It's called mm-hmm. the shop. This is the language I speak now, which I've lived in Washington <laughs> for 12 months. Yeah, <laughs> Americanized. Um, So, okay, right, now time for the news. Okay, Okay, we've asked everyone to uh, look in the news and come out with a come come up with an interesting story. So, so uh, who wants to go first? Kendra, do you want to go first? Sure, I have two kind of funny ones right now. I live in the Bible Belt, so everybody's really, really religious, um, and they are not taking this whole not being able to go to church thing very great. Oh, this so, is interesting. <laughs> in uh, Gwinnett County, which is like the county next to me, um, churches are adapting to these abnormal times and are doing drive-through confessionals. Ooh, that's fun. So you basically go no. yes, <laughs> drive through <laughs> confessional. So you basically go to the church parking lot and they'll have a pastor like sitting on his own and you drive up and you keep your social distance still, but you, you get to confess your sins, I guess. It, could they not do something like they do in the drive throughs like, um, you know, like at Burger King and stuff where you just talk into a box and then it speaks <laughs> back from a, from a kiosk somewhere else? Because it's meant to be um, anonymous, isn't it? Confession. Yeah. So I guess it's not quite anonymous right now, but people are just, they, they're they really not liking this not going to church thing. There are people, um, I've seen like memes and stuff of having whole church, like congregations in their backyards and stuff. So people are still like doing silly things and getting together in masses. So what's your other story? Oh my gosh. In North Carolina, to, uh, I think it was this morning, a toilet paper truck it just it, it there was like an accident and all the hundreds of rolls of toilet paper now cover a section of i-85 which is one of the big highways <laughs> so some people are getting really really lucky getting free toilet paper people will be swarming around it won't they <laughs> especially in these times ah oh, i love those stories i love the drive-through confession that's brilliant uh ian what have, what have you been looking into what have you found well, there's uh, there's an unfounded rumor that's circulating WhatsApp at the minute about um, that's telling parents to peel an onion and stick it in their kids' rooms, and this apparently helps to stop coronavirus from spreading. And so, how does uh, that work? Uh, well, who knows? It's obviously all uh, it's all science, isn't it? But apparently, the the gases off the onion will protect you against coronavirus. So, um, and is it yeah. True? Well, who knows? I mean, yeah, it, it could be, but apparently it's not. I don't know if they're doing this in the UK, but so here our local vodka distillery is now not selling vodka, but they're making hand sanitizer. So ah. the government called them in. So they said, we need your help. We need your alcohol, but not to drink for hand sanitizer. So 
our local distillery just distributed like 75 bottles to like all the nearby police stations and fire stations, which is really cool. So, so now the distillery has their own hand sanitizer <laughs> with their brand and everything. There is, there's, a, there's somewhere in London that makes gin. Well, there's probably a few places in London that make gin, but they're, they're doing the same thing as well. They've stopped making gin and they're making hand sanitizer as well. So, yeah, wow. I don't know where you get it from, but yeah. And I guess in Atlanta, people aren't fighting over groceries because in New Jersey, the police have had to come to many grocery stores, people breaking out in fights. Oh, no. People have pulled guns guns on people while they're out grocery shopping. So it's not great. And there is definitely like a run on food and stuff. But if you get there like early, you you can't get lucky. Yeah. A lot of plate, um, even some restaurants here are not selling their cuts of meat since people are going to the grocery store and not able to get any. And I know there's like a little local grocery store, like about 30, 45 minutes away from where I live. That's only letting one person in at a time. They, the store wow. gives them gloves, a mask and everything. They sanitize everything. Uh, um, and that's really to- good though. They're, they're taking it seriously. Yeah. No, so, well, some people are, yeah. but a lot of people are still like, still going out and going along their daily lives. Cause we don't, our governor Kemp, which is uh, the Georgia governor is, not enforcing a lot of different like he's just he's not being forceful um we're all familiar with robbie williams i take it the yes. um the british uh, pop star uh, he's um he's taken himself to live streaming on instagram where he's taking re- requests from followers for songs do you know what he's calling it what corona okey oh my god oh dear so apparently <laughs> so He's been singing Elvis and the Oasis songs and stuff. Somebody asked him to sing My Way by Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't. Any ideas why he wouldn't sing My Way? Because the first lines are, and now the end is near. Oh Moving on. Were you going to say something, Ian? Uh, no, I was just going to say, you started saying something earlier. You probably need to put this back but you started saying something earlier about Eight o'clock last night, and then we changed the subject. Oh, we did, we did, yeah. So eight o'clock last night, uh, or virtually everyone in the UK went to their front doors because obviously they can't go out too much, and started clapping to uh, to support the NHS as a, as a support for the NHS. Oh, that was really nice. I like that. It was great. I slept through it, unfortunately. I didn't um, clock. Yeah, because well, because we take the boys up about seven-ish to settle them, and um, every so often it's uh, you end up falling asleep with the boys and then waking up at ten o'clock at night. So I feel gutted. I missed. We both missed it because we were settling the boys. We did you did you remember to do it? Were you there? Clapping? Yeah. Well, I, I I literally read about it at half past seven at night and thought, oh, is this a thing then? And then uh, just before eight o'clock, I saw people outside, and then everybody started clapping and cheering. And what then, was it like? It was really weird. I just opened the window and started clapping as well. Uh, I didn't go outside, but there was lots of people. It was really odd. Um, and then I heard off various WhatsApp groups that it was it happened in Carlisle up in the north of mm-hmm. uh, England. Which is, Carlisle is um, where Ian and I are both from. It's actually been discovered by um, astronomers to be the centre of the universe around which everything yeah, else revolves. Um, and it just generally is probably the best place on Earth. It is the centre of the universe, but it's also... Oh, my gosh, I knew we had to mention Carlisle. It's all... also, yeah, it's also in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it is. It is. It's in the middle of... Uh, interesting fact, actually, about Carlisle 
is um, they used to test stuff on the population of Carlisle. I don't mean like like <laughs> crop spray, no drugs it's, or anything. Various new viruses. <laughs> yeah, they, they used to they used to test their marketing like new um, drinks and things like that. There was a thing called Sunny Delight. I don't know if that ever came of service. No, it was from the states. That's why all the But all our adverts then were all American because it was things that worked in America. They used to say the bottom of the screen only available in Carlisle. Yeah. So um, that's how special we are. Um, so it's so was it a real? I mean, considering I slept through it, and, and because Talina and Kendra live in the states, so they didn't witness it. Was it was it a, a goosebumps moment then? No, well, it was just a bit. Like, it was just a bit weird, actually. It was a little bit. <laughs> you felt it was like everybody was clapping, and, and those I can see that it was in the headline in the paper. <laughs> it was a bit weird. <laughs> no, but but I guess. If, if you knew that it was going to happen, then you did. But if you were like, you know, if you're completely oblivious to this and you heard all this clapping outside, you'd be like, oh my God, what's happening? I mean, <laughs> you know, the last time people, the only time I've ever heard people like clap like that on the street where I am was when Santa used to come down in his sleigh, you know. When he, <laughs> but, the yeah. Santa Claus. The Santa, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you promote yeah. it on the news or in newspapers to clap or was it just only on social media? Well, it was on the BBC website. So the lady that idea, whose idea it was, did an interview with them. And then I guess, um, I think it just went through social media as well. So, yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. But then, yeah, other friends that said it, they were quite proud and, and all that sort of thing. I, I mean, I don't know anybody who worked for the NHS who was available to comment at the time, but um, yeah. Well, I um, obviously I live with a... a a lady who works for the NHS, and 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 she was quoted as saying, "Yes, it was quite nice of them to do that." So she <laughs> is, that the, is that the official NHS uh, response? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. my that's my wife. She, you know, she doesn't go out for uh, uh, expressing herself um, in, in 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 kind of big ways. She likes yeah. to underplay it. So that was a massive compliment. So, um, how do you think our two leaders? that the, uh, Trump and, and Boris have been dealing with this. So, uh, uh, what's the main difference, do you think? Uh, Kendry, because you've been living in the UK up until recently, and yeah. now you're back in the States. What, what do you think is the main difference between the two? Well, Boris didn't say coronavirus was like fake news. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> That's number one. It's, it's it's completely different because Boris was taking it seriously pretty quickly. I mean, at first he was kind of like, "I'm not really sure what's going on, but we're we're monitoring it." But Trump, the, his I just read an article yesterday where his Bible pastor, who talks to him in his Senate and has like a weekly thing with him, was blaming coronavirus on a uh, homosexuals. Oh, and uh, people who had like Democrats and like some some other group of people that were different. And I was like, what? <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. And left and right, he's um, contradicting things that um, medical professionals are saying, which I think is really, really worrying because it's, it's part of the reason why the U.S. is not taking it as seriously, even though we went from yesterday morning, we had um, surpassed Italy, but we're still second to China. No, no, you're not. You're not second to China now. Yeah, but by the end of the day... Oh, sorry, I interrupted too soon. But by the end of the day, we had become 
we had the most cases of coronavirus. And right now in Atlanta, um, there's a 12 year old girl fighting for her life. Um, she has no pre existing issues or anything. Um, and uh, 20% of all cases of coronavirus that are like causing hospitalizations are youths between 20 and 40 years old. Really? Yeah, so I know you that's like with all these spring breakers still partying, thinking Generation Z, I guess you call it, just thinking like in Florida, partying on the beach, like no problem, and you know, to, to shut everything down. So, well, um, Trump wants everything up and running even by, by Easter, he said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my dear. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the schools here are supposed to open back up April 17th in New Jersey. They're hoping, I don't know. Ours are closed, I think, until the 24th or something. It just was announced yesterday, which I think mm -hmm. is good. But I like, I don't think this is going to clear over by then. I don't right. I think it, like yeah. at the rate that it's going. And since we don't have a lot of test kits still, um, we had denied the World Health Organization was going to send us some, and uh, um, the administration said no, basically. So we have an extreme shortage a lot of like the hospitals overrun just like it is in um the uk i know the nhs is really really struggling and people are coming out of retirement to come in um it's the same case here and people who are even um who studied medicine but weren't going into um like they were like um people from all different faucets are coming out and having to do stuff that they didn't expect that they would have to we, we were doing our exercise the other day, me and the kids while Laura was at work, and um, we bumped into um, one, of, one of the other parents, and her, her husband's a GP, she was saying that he's actually gone out and bought his own scrubs and his own um, ventilator mask um, and uh, to wear at work. And says, well, he's going to charge him to the practice. She, says, she doesn't know, but it's it's better to, you know, to pay it and but get it now than than to hold off in case you, you know, for the price mm. of it. Yeah. Um, and so he's got, um, he's got like a full face mask, like, um, you know, like you see in the movies. Um, and um, he was just, but he can't use it yet because he's waiting for the filter. And he wants like a filter you can clean by putting it in the sink, you know, like a solid filter you can clean in the sink kind of thing, rather than like a fabric one. So, um, yeah, I mean, GPs and doctors are the ones who are. Uh, and, oh, my sister-in-law, she she's actually a nurse at the hospital in Newcastle, and uh, she's working on the uh, the COVID ward um, on nights. And um, and like so, and, and because my wife Laura works for the NHS, what she does, she's got this routine now. She comes in, she comes in the the, the back door into the utility room, where she takes all the clothes off, puts them straight in the washing machine puts the washing machine on, washes her hands and goes upstairs and has a shower. Like, the, <laughs> I don't know. So she the boys are... Smart. What? That's what everyone's doing here, but she's being smart. Yeah. So, yeah. What was I going to say? So the... Ma oh, that was going to ask it. So your friend of the doctor's got the mask. Or he's, got, yeah. so he's got a full unit, so he's probably got one of those um, special filters they have for... I don't know if there's a filter for a, for a virus. There's certainly bacterial filters. Um, what what um, what does he say about wearing masks? Because there's limited mm. evidence that they actually do anything. I mean, if you've got yeah. a cough, it's going to protect. Say, if I've got a cough, <coughs> you say cough. It's gonna, I it's, cough. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to protect you if I'm coughing in front of you. It's going to give you some protection. It's not going to give me protection though. 
So there, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a um, there's a lot of contradictory sort of advice about wearing masks, and they say it can it can it can stop you spreading it, but not yeah. necessarily stop you getting it. Yeah. And um, and that because that's the way a surgical mask works. A surgical mask is when you're cutting somebody open on the on the slab on the table, um, you don't want your germs getting into that sterile environment. Yeah. So it's, and, um, yeah, it's the but surgeon. yeah, the other way it doesn't really work, does it? That's what they yeah. say anyway. But you're breathing it in, and if somebody coughs on you, it lands on your face or your eyes, then you're gonna you're gonna. Catch but this it. is the other problem: is people are buying masks and then just using the same mask over and over and taking it off with the hands and not washing the hands after. So really, what they're doing is they're walking around with a germ magnet on their face. No. So it's going to be yeah. much worse than just. I mean, the best advice, it seems, is the advice we've been given, and that's keep two metres apart because it's very unlikely the particles will make it across that distance to, to you Yeah, and keep right. washing your hands. I've got my hands um, are all, like, cracked skin because I've been washing them so much. Right. So, uh, but, you know. you mask to the stores when you go or any place? Sorry? Are you wearing a mask when you go out or no? Uh, I haven't really been out, but I did go and get some. Uh, I did go and fill Laura's car up with diesel last night. Um, and I've been wanting to do it for a while because we've got a petrol station up the road with a shop in the cell wide. And um, we've run out of booze. So I went up. So so Laura's got out all the stuff. So we've got, I put on these, I put on these gloves, like these rubber gloves, went set up down the road. Laura made me clean the inside of the car because it's the car she's been using for work. And then, uh, um, and then I ripped one of the gloves. And I was like putting petrol and I ripped it. I thought, oh, I felt like, you know, like one of those movies where they ripped the suit and all the germs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's game over. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I couldn't find my wallet before I went. So I paid on my phone and I couldn't switch my phone on with the gloves. So I had to take the gloves off for the phone to, um, to, to, to put <clears> on the phone. And I bought four bottles of wine. So when I came in, I went in and, <laughs> and like Laura, Laura had been telling me all these stories. So put the frightness on me a little bit about all this. So I went in. Went in the utility room, got changed, to, you put everything in the washing machine. Then they got these wipes and wiped down all the wiped down all the wine bottles. Totally cleaned them with this stuff. Cleaned the phone, cleaned the car keys. Oh, you're taking. Oh no, 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 no. And then I touched something, and then I picked up my phone and I went, "Oh, now I've got to clean my phone again." But hang on, this this is getting this is getting oh, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so. But that's that's probably one of the things to say that people people are going to get. I mean, the, I, what the mental health anxiety and all these things which people are getting is is going to be the it could be a lasting sort of affliction health wise for people after this is all cleaned up. Uh, so well, the boost sales seem to be soaring where we are. So because it's also considered an essential business. So like salons are all closed, you know, other <laughs> but, but the, the delivery of beer open. and wine where you are, Selena. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we already did. Because I was like, gonna it's gonna be a while. George is really, really strict on like um selling alcohol and stuff. Generally, you have to get it from like a state provided store. Yeah. You can get but, wine and beer from a grocery store, but you can't get any liquor. That's the oh. same. Yes, the same as Virginia as well. You had to get it from an ABC store, which was a which was a, a state-run liquor store. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's the same in Georgia. Yeah. And yeah. New Jersey's weird like that because they have certain grocery stores that sell certain that don't, <laughs> and then you have to go to a liquor store. It's whole, but then I'm from California, where you go to the grocery store and you can get whatever you want. That's like the yeah. UK. Like up till two a.m. The petrol station, you get it there. 
Yeah, you can go to the petrol station, but like you go to a place you drive to in a car. <laughs> yeah, your booze. <laughs> well, I have a random question. Before this lockdown all started, did anybody see anybody wearing like any crazy do-it-yourself masks? Because there are people have been wearing like dragon masks, like from Halloween. Really? There are people wearing like I don't know why they're wearing protective eyewear, but people are wearing like stop touching your eye yeah. Oh, yeah. masks. When I was at the airport, I saw somebody literally put like basically put on a hazmat suit. Like they oh had it God. in their bag and like pulled it up and had they were completely covered from head to toe. The funniest one I saw, and I'll have to try and find a picture of it, is a guy in China. And you know those, um, you know those giant water bottles you get on the dispensers that you, you know, you put the, he could, he'd taken one of those, right, empty, and he cut a hole in the bottom, on the side of it, right, in the side, and he's wearing it on his head like a spaceman's helmet. <laughs> and he had, the spout thing was coming out the side, and he had like a, like a pair of underpants on it. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing he's sitting on and he looked like it. I mean as a kid I would have loved that as a space helmet and he's walking around like that I'll have to find a picture it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen I an amazing video of this one lady she was dressed so nicely which made this so like her outfit was just so cute she was literally wearing like a dragon head on, like on her and she was just walking around like coming back with her groceries and stuff and somebody's recording it from their car like what in the world is going on and then she realizes that she's being filmed and she starts just doing like a little jig in the parking lot, just kind of like making the best of it. But I was like, what, what is going well, on? Talking about these videos, I mean, what's keeping me going through all this um, is, apart from the love and support of my family, all these videos which are going on on social media and memes and stuff like that. Has anyone seen one which particularly has made them laugh and brightened up their day? Oh, there's like there's a trend going on right now where a lot of parents are pretending that um, that they're in the toilet and are like I, I, calling to their kids like I need some I need some toilet roll like I've just gone number two and I have no toilet roll can you go get it for me and so generally the kids are like oh come on mom or dad or whatever and finally come bring it and when they come bring it the parents have like chocolate or something on their hands and wipe on the kids and they're like oh my goodness. I am so sorry. <laughs> and the kids This go, is parents do it to kids. Yeah, and the parents, the kids go, what? And the mom or dad will be like, I'm really, really, really <laughs> sorry, but that's poop. <laughs> and oh. the kids go, generally, like, they, there's been so many different reactions, but the, my favorite one was yesterday. This little girl goes, what? And the mom's like, I, I'm really, really sorry. This girl goes, what? <laughs> she, up, yeah, she just starts gagging and then she's like it, it, it's what and then does it again and then it keeps going and her face gets redder and the reaction the retching just gets more like oh, vivid and then she's like it's just chocolate it's just chocolate she's like it's what it's what i don't believe you mom like we need to wipe this off oh oh well so just funny, but it's so funny just just, oh, just google it <laughs> just google it but while you're googling google water cooler what what, Google water cooler bottle coronavirus. That make you laugh. Water cooler bottle. It's got it's got people's homemade respirators using water bottles. Oh, <laughs> oh that's really funny. Uh, uh, I, I went on Photoshop the other night um, whilst watching Friends on Netflix. That's the other thing which makes us chuckle at the moment. And um, and I did this. I, I was very proud of myself, and I took this picture. Of, you know at the start of Raiders of the Lost Ark where Indy's in that place and there's the idol and he's got the bag of sand 
mm-hmm. and he's going to take the idol and put the bag of sand down. He's kind of looking at it, judging the side, the size, he's stroking his chin. So I've got a picture of a toilet roll and I put it, I've oh, got that screenshot, yeah, and I put the toilet roll where the idol was and then tweeted it out. I was rather disappointed it didn't go viral. I'll retweet it, don't worry. Nobody got my viral <laughs> joke. I'll try it again. Uh, I was a bit disappointed that my picture uh, didn't go viral. <laughs> so, so there's this is great picture, and then two days later, I was on, and there was a similar thing, but they'd actually done it with the whole um, video. Oh, you're so- oh, this is Ian. Ian's fine. That Ian's got to do oh, the screen share. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. So these are a few of the. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh, look at these kids. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. you know, they're... That is ridiculous. It's like a 50s sci-fi space person. I, I know, I know we're doing... Look at the baby! Pod- I know we're doing a podcast and this really doesn't work on, a, on, a, on an yeah, audio video, podcast. Video doesn't work on podcasts, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, no, so I, yeah, I, 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 I'll stop sharing. Sorry. No, 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 go back. Go back, because no, I want to describe this particular one, which is okay. borderline dangerous, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. So it looks like it looks like a backpack. With two kids in it or something? Is it a back? Is it a? Has the woman got that on a backpack? Uh, did that work? That's uh, coming up. So hang on a sec. Let me go. Let me try that again. So it was like so. There were two kids, and one had like a water cooler type sort of size thing on, and then a toddler, someone the size of baby sparkles, and it I, looks like what they've done is cut the bottom off a Coca Cola, two liter Coca Cola bottle, and put that on the head. I mean, I like that not. It does that not say suffocation? I mean, it doesn't seem very smart, does it? No. Here we go. It's come back. No, yeah. it's from the water bottle. But yeah, the, no, they have air. See the little hole? The, the top is open at, uh, at the top. Which kind of, of defeats the object, doesn't it? Yeah. I think that's to stop you getting anything sort of splashed on your face. So. No, but there was a really one. The guy had got it completely wrong. <laughs> the guy's got it upside down. <laughs> I wish I could describe this. I'll have to tweet out this picture. That picture, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> there was something that just went viral, and there's this guy going around in the grocery store and licking stuff. And it what licking? Yeah. Licking oh. fruit or just licking yeah. like licking bo- like cereal boxes and stuff like that. And they're considered I don't know if they have already considered him like a domestic terrorist, but they're like really? that's that's at the point that they're going right now because all these like stupid viral challenges of people some of them are dangerous. Like if you're going out and looking stuff, yeah. like you don't if you're asymptomatic, like you could still have it, but then spreading it to Yeah. yeah. So well, on that rather depressing note. <laughs> Um, so thanks very much for um, coming along and being part of our uh, podcast I think uh, think we have pretty good guests we should get back again next time don't you reckon well thank you Kendra thank you Ian that's right you're welcome there's also another reason for getting them back next week and that's because I haven't got any guests for next week so uh, (laughs) we don't have any guests I can't well this has been fun yeah it has been fun great so, stay well, safe. yeah, stay safe out there. Until next time, thanks to our guests, Kendra Thank Nichols so in Atlanta, Georgia, and Ian Palmer in London, England. Uh, I'm Richard Wilson. I'm Toledo Capri. And and you say no, you, no, no, you say bye bye. Oh, okay. And no, no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
least. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye.